Welcome to Life Karma. SB here. I'm thanking God that you made you part of the plan. I guess I ain't go through all that hell for nothing. I hope you're having an awesome week. <laughs> or a crazy week. Sounds crazy like week. The violence continues as the conventions rage on. Oh, seriously. Oh, you knew there was going to be trouble. Trouble. Trouble, 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 man. Trouble. I don't know. <clears throat> we have the NBA and Milwaukee Bucks decide they weren't going to play in their playoff game today. Actually, the Orlando Magic were out actually warming up. And the Bucks decided not to even come out. And it just went from there. I mean, it, it, they canceled theirs and the other two games got canceled. I don't know how they're going to be made up or not made up. Um, and then we had soccer cancel. A lot of canceling today. I don't know. I mean, I get, I, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. You know, there's this 17-year-old kid that the, the, that the media tried to cancel. <laughs> you know, and he gave up a, a pretty stirring speech at the Republican National Convention. And here's the thing. <laughs> because he got a huge lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. None of the, uh, none of the liberal um, news factions can say anything about him. Yeah, they can't touch it. Because they got to go back to court. Yeah. So they're afraid of being sued. So, well, um, that's the way know. it should be. Well, there's two sides of it. I mean, a lot of people are saying that, you know, Trump exploited a teenager and a lot of, you know, and then because he's young and, you know, he did that speech. And then other people are saying that, well, um, he was attacked for no reason. And, you know, they're, it's, it's, it has both. Well, it runs the themes, right? I, I, I would tend to agree a little bit that, yes, I mean, he was exploited, but then every speaker at every convention is exploited. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they really are. I mean, exploitation happens every day. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Not so, things we buy, the yeah, things we true. talk about, everything, everyone's exploited. That's true. So I love this concept of uh, the cancel culture. What does that even mean? I don't, you know, I've had a really hard time trying to figure that out. And I'm trying to figure out the rules of it, so to speak. Yeah. Let me tell you what I think the rules of the cancel culture are. Okay. Do you remember when you were in junior high? Uh, yes. And do you remember when uh, some bully or some stuck up girl decided to hate a bunch of other people and they just said they, they just to stop being their friends? Yes. Yeah. That's what the cancel culture is yeah. in adults. But it's like, I don't like you, so I'm going to cancel you. And you're not cool enough, and you're not this, and you're not that, so you shouldn't exist. You're a turd bye-bye now. And, and it's just ridiculous. But we, that's, the, that's the hard part I don't understand is because don't we already do that as a society? For example, if I don't like a certain uh, brand of clothing because the way it looks or their style, I don't buy it, right? Right. So, but I think the difference with the cancel culture is, is they are specifically trying to ruin yeah. somebody. They're life. trying to destroy you. Right. Right. That's what's wrong with it. <clears throat> They've made it extremely yeah. personal. Let's try to destroy a young 17 year old boy. Let's, you know, let's try to destroy Donald Trump since he, the day he was elected. Let's try to destroy all of his friends, all of his people. And then they, and then, then the liberals have a tendency to turn on their own too. So let's, <laughs> Anybody that's just different with me, I'm going to cancel them or turn on them. I almost feel like politicians are free reign, though. I mean, seriously, I mean, like, isn't that what you're trying to do is cancel the other? I mean, I feel like politicians, go ahead. You're free to cancel politicians all you want, in my opinion. I don't yeah. think you should be going after Donald Trump's uh, minor child or... 
the Obama's minor children. Yeah, those I, are off limits. Yeah, I think those are off limits. But I think politics in general, I have no problem with you going after politicians. But it also goes back to the protesting and all that kind of stuff and the way you do it. But cancel culture doesn't make... Because they don't apply the same rules to everybody. I think that's what bugs me. Yeah, it's the hypocrisy of it all that's yeah. really that's a pain in the yeah. ass. I think that's what really bugs me is because there is no... And I think it all kind of started with the mask wearing, right? Like, everyone needs to wear a mask unless you're out protesting or looting. Right. You know, like, it, the culture it just wasn't consistent. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of... Um, and I know we're going to seem like we're conservatives, Um you can protest and you can loot, but you can't go to church. And yes. um, it's just not the, the rules aren't the same for well, everyone. No. And I wouldn't say I'm a conservative or a dem or even liberal. I'd say more libertarian. Yeah. I'm more of a moderate. I think I'm a moderate. I'm, I'm liberal on some things and more I, conservative on others. Yeah. I think you want to help out people more than I do. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm more, it's not that I'm more philanthropic. I'm just more, um, no, you're more empathetic. Emp I have more empathy. You do. I'm trying you because do. I came from a bad, you know, like a bad, <clears throat> a you bad do. background. Um, I have more empathy because I've suffered a bit. And I know that's something I need to work on. I just don't know how to work on that. Yeah, I would go with your strengths and I'll try to work on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's just wishing. That just that just wishing like doom shit. and gloom on your shit on yeah, yourself. It's like, bro, you ain't never gonna get that. <laughs> No, that's not true. I'm like, no, it's like wishing bad karma on you. I'm like, no way. Just for you to suffer? No, nah, that's no good. I am not, you're my friend. I'm not going to cancel you. That's for damn sure. Dude, so. I've had people say that, though, to me. Like, you're not empathetic. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Like, I mean, I get I mean, I'm really not, I guess. I'm really not. I need, I need to work on that, I guess. Do you? I mean. I don't know. I mean, like, do I would I say you're know. abundant. You're uh, abundant. I mean. I would say you're empathetic. I think you you're a you're a you're a secret empathy person. You I don't like because I felt empathy from you all the time. Well, because like, I like you. I mean, there's. Well, a I know that's. I, you think I have people? I have empathy for people that I don't like. Yes, I actually I do think you do. Really? Oh yes, and I could name examples. Okay, but you do. You do. That's one of your talents or one of your personality. Traits. One of my curses. But yeah, I would say it's a curse. Yes, but you wouldn't. <laughs> Well, you know, the more people you have to feel for, the more like chances you have to feel like crap and to be taken advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. Kim says I'm a walking contradiction. I think that's what you're probably seeing there. Well, you're a red, blue, probably personality. Red, blue, red, blue personality. I explained it to Sam. I said, red, blue is like you and me. Like we want to burn your freaking house down <laughs> and then we'll help you rebuild it. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll pay for it to be yeah. rebuilt too. Yeah. Just don't get us triggered because then we get angry. Oh, oh man. And then we get angry again. Yeah. Yeah, then we lose. Then I, I just don't want to lose control because I do bad things when I lose control. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. Then I want to personally cancel people, like knock their lights out. <laughs> yeah. How about we apply the cancer culture to like weaknesses? Right. So let's like, cancel let's, poverty. Let's cancel hunger. Well, let's put the energy we have in the cancel culture mm -hmm. and let's cancel some serious problems like COVID. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, cancel um, poverty. Let's world, cancel. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, world illiteracy, world hunger, you know, abuse, sex slavery. Like, like let's cancel those things. How about just fresh water for everybody to drink? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's worldwide. cancel disease, right? Yeah. I mean, don't that... let Bill Gates do it, though. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. I'm not going to touch that. 
I don't, I don't know Bill Gates. I have no, you know, I know he's a philanthropist and a really rich billionaire, but he knows everything about viruses. You didn't know that after writing code of computers. Oh, sorry. I just that I had to say it. I'm sorry. No, you're, you're you're free. I'm not going to cancel look how you. How many countries have come out against Bill Gates and his vaccines? Like, look it up sometime. Like, how many countries have said you've killed kids, you've caused cancer? Do you think he's like doing mind control through vaccines? <clears throat> no, I think he's using poorer countries to test vaccines. <laughs> okay, that's fascinating. Oh, cancel that. That's what I'd like to cancel. Is I, okay, so I mean, yeah, rabbit hole, but I just think there's better ways to put our talents to work when it comes to cancel culture. Yeah, cancel some. I think it can be a positive thing. Yeah, cancel some terrible things, not good things. Right. Cancel people's slavery, not freedom. You know, cancel their cancel abuse. Cancel you know. debt. Right. You'd be happy. You know what my mom said to me this week? <laughs> What'd she say to you, Brian? I've been thinking a lot. And I truly believe that if we just loved everyone and truly everyone loved each other like Christ loved people, we would not have world problems. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, of course, that's true. But here's the challenge. People don't love people like Christ loved everybody. No. Because he was half God and half mortal. And he had perfect control over all the elements and everything. Helped create the world and the universe. And so... Yeah. You know, well, his love is sort of different than our love, you know, even though we try to emulate him a little bit. Yeah. Yep. You know, well, my mom, my mom said, well, you know how like when if somebody takes care of your kid really well, like and treats them well, like let's say you see them treat your kid well, like he falls or you're like, oh, look at that great person. Like you love him. You know, you love another human being for being so good to your child. Yeah, it's called agape. It's like brotherly yeah. love. Yeah. Right? And you're like, I'm like, oh, mom. I don't know where I mean people I could love like that. Interesting. That would be pretty hard. Because that, that's more trust. Yeah. I don't know. I think behind the cancel culture is great evil. I see, to do I, people harm because you disagree with them. I think it's complete. I think it's ignorance. I think it's evil. Um, and I think it is such so prejudicial, so biased, mm -hmm. so not right that it's just it's sublimely ridiculous. Yeah. Just because you disagree, I want you canceled. I'm going to delete you because you disagree. Yeah. Heaven forbid you learn from somebody who disagrees with you. This is what life karma is all about, you know? Yeah. Learning from differences. Like, come on, people. Give me a break. We're just trying to understand from a different perspective. Right. Hmm. Right. We don't know all the answers. I don't even know half of them. Yeah. No, I, just, <laughs> I don't even know 2%. Yeah, I mean, I just know how much I don't know, which is vast. Yep, the more you learn, the more you realize yeah. you know nothing. Oh, true. It's so true. You know absolutely nothing. You know, I was thinking about Hawaii today. I think about Hawaii often. Because I was thinking of all... <clears throat> I'm supposed to go to Hawaii in January. I still hope that trip still yeah, pulls together. Still mad at you. I think you should cancel that. Um, I'm not going to do cancel culture on a family vacation. <laughs> you're going to want to while you're there. Oh, yeah. I just uh, can't. I'm, this time, everyone's not coming. Who's going? Just me, Kim, Jake, and Hannah. Oh, it's going to be peaceful then. Yeah. And then yeah. he's just managing Hannah. That, well, yeah, I know, but that's manageable because I think Kim will probably take care of most of it. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking one of the reasons why Hawaii is so um, 
relaxing is the time difference. Because by the time you wake up, it's like six hours. Yeah, isn't the it days like already started. Four or started, five hours. Four yeah, five hours. yeah, yeah. The days already started here, halfway over. Yeah, and then by the time all the work is done here in the inland, like your day's just kind of beginning. Right. It's so you don't have any stress. Get some frozen ice, man. Get on the beach. Yeah, it's like <laughs> don't even have to check my emails. That's true. <laughs> it's freaking amazing. That's true. That's why I think I love Hawaii so yeah. much. Very cool. I don't know. I don't know. Cancel culture, though, is is um, if it's done right, it would be really good. Yeah, if it's against the right things to cancel. <laughs> yeah, good luck. We can all agree on that. Yeah, right? Cancel injustice. Cancel. Uh, yeah, like we said, you know, cancel the things that really would make the better the world a better place would be really fun. I'd like to see people's definitions of what makes the world a better place. Yeah. Cancel ignorance. Mm. That would be amazing. You know, <laughs> I don't think it would ever happen. But. Well, you couldn't cancel ignorance because you'd have to, well, you know, free will, people have used their free will to be ignorant. <laughs> yeah, isn't that true? So That's it's like, true. you know, what are you going to cancel if you're freaking choosing to be an ignorant person? Jeez. Let's talk about our Discord for a second because I'm wondering oh, yeah, yeah. maybe Let's talk about those that. videos Very that you cool. put up there. Is, um, so we have a Discord now. If anybody wants to be part of it, please let us know. Yeah, um, I post these one-minute gut checks on there. They're sort of fun. Yeah, we have gut checks, like deals and steals of stuff I find on the internet. We have uh, what books we're reading, news, discount codes, all kinds of fun crap to talk about. So It's our ecosystem. It's the Life Karma ecosystem found on Discord. Discord. Yeah, so you know you have to get an invite, though. You can't just like get on. So you want to get an invite? Yes. Text us uh, or instant message us yeah, at lifekarma.com or something. Yep. Life Karma. Hit us up. We'll put on you on there. Insta. That way you can connect with us quicker and faster. Yeah. Give you personal coaching, all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, Sam's got some great stuff on here, even though he hasn't added to his book list at all. But I mean, no, I will. I'll start doing that. Let's see, but where is the, is it under the gut checks? Yeah, yeah. it's gut checks. All the videos I put, I think it's four or five. I got hundreds yeah. of them. I'll start putting them in there. So how long is the Doc Rivers video you put up? Doc Rivers? Mm-hmm. Is that you? I don't think so. Oh, oh, Sarah. Sarah put Doc Rivers out. Oh, okay. I want to play it. Okay. You want me to hear? I'll pull yeah. it up. Hold up. Let me, yeah. Sarah, thanks so, for putting this on there. I thought it was Sam so, for some reason. Doc Rivers, I heard, I haven't listened to it yet, but gave a really good kind of post-game, no, pre-game or something. I think it was post-game last night <clears throat> about the Jacob Blake shooting. Okay. Well, that'd be good. Let's hear, let's hear what he has to say. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Still, you can see it. Um, we've not had the normal time together like most teams. And so... Like things Again, like that. Doc Rivers talking about the Jacob Blake and shooting. I thought our guys were just proud of all the players. Um, as, far, as far as the other situation, um, it's just so sad. Uh, you know, it, it, what stands out to me is um, just just watching the Republican uh, convention and this they're spewing this fear, right? Like. All you hear Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear. We're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. Uh, we're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. Um, we've been hung. I just want to stop there for a second because 
<clears throat> and then we'll go more into it. But you know what's interesting about that? He said the RNC is talking about fear. God, did not the Democratic convention talk about fear the whole freaking time? So, so the way I see it is the Democratic um, convention was full of hatred, anger, and visceral. And the, the Republicans are talking about fear, but they're also talking about liberty and freedom. So there's definitely a polarization of the two conventions. Right? Okay, well, there you go. Because I kind of, when I listened to the DNC convention, I kind of felt like it was fear of Donald Trump. Yeah, well, just hatred for him. It's just like all the messages got distorted because it's all about hating him, yeah. removing him. Well, but then the, I, I, I will agree that RNC is talking about fear, but I don't know if it's, it, they're not talking about fear of black people. They're talking about fear of if. Fear of what Biden's going to do. Yes, right. <laughs> so they are building a case for fear. Right. Right. Um, I agree with so that. So part right. of what he's saying, I think, is right. Um, We've been shot in. All you do is keep hearing about fear. It's, it's amazing to me why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back. And it's just, it's really so sad. Like I should just be a coach. And it's so often reminded of my color you know, it's just really sad. We got to do better, uh, but we got to demand better. Like we got, you know, it's, it's funny. We protest and they send riot guards, right? Uh, they send people in riot outfits. They go to Michigan with guns and they're spitting on cops and nothing happens. The training has to change in the police force, the unions, have to be taken down in the police force. My dad was a cop. I believe in good cops. We're not trying to defund the police and take all their money away. We're trying to get them to protect us, just like they protect everybody else. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it before the game because it's so hard Like to just keep watching it. That video, if, if you watch that video, you don't need to be black to be outraged. You know, I would agree with him. You don't need to be black to be outraged. It is outrageous. It is completely horrible. And that caught me. I mean, no, it, I get it. But I don't think it, it it's across the U.S. systematic. But maybe that's because I live in a bubble. I don't know. No, I mean, he made a really impassioned plea with great empathy and high emotion. And, and uh, I think his intention... It's probably pretty good. No, his, I think his intention is absolutely pure. I mean, yeah. you watch the video of him and he takes off his mask. He's having a hard time with it. And I think one of the things is, is he, he, he is a leader in the African-American mm -hmm. community. Yes. And he has got that on his shoulders. And I don't know how to perfectly change it. I don't think, I, I, I think there's still, I mean, I guess you could always take away guns or whatever like that, which I don't believe in. But I, I go back to my original theory that if we want cops to be better, we have to demand more from them in the sense of bachelor's degrees, and you got to pay yeah. them more. Yeah, we don't pay cops enough to survive. So, um, so oftentimes, um, there's a big filtration. You know, uh, there's a big um, sort of selective process on whether you can be a cop or not. But there, there is 
in some states, in some areas, I think there's lower standards. Um, but we oh, do not wow. pay our law enforcement um, enough. We don't pay our teachers enough. And we need to cancel that. Well, yeah, I mean, you <laughs> we need to pay them more. Six weeks of a program, and we put and we give you the guns. Right. It's like PTSD. Like these guys go out and, and, and have PTSD every day. So when we have when you're in the military and you go to Iraq, right? Mm-hmm. You're 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 in Iraq for six months and you come home, right. and you go back and you come home. Being a cop, you're in Iraq every day. Yeah. So we we don't give these guys. Uh, we put them in war zones every day. We don't give them the pay. Um, we don't help them psychologically, you yeah. know, with PTSD. And this is a big problem in policing. So we're going to go out and we're going to show you the worst, the vilest of people in the world. And then we're going to expect you to be normal. And in cop culture, if you ask for help because you're losing your shit from PTSD, that's seen as a great weakness. So people hide it. And that is at the root of all this dysfunctional, crazy ass behavior. So I would say policing needs reform. Yes, but he needs reform in the right area, the mm-hmm. right way. There needs to be psychological reform. There needs to be what to do. There needs to be what to do when someone's mentally ill reform. There needs to be, you know, not as much, you know, if you disagree with me, I'm going to draw my weapon and kill you. I mean, there has to be, That's, you know, in the 1950s and 40s and like in the olden days, you know, cops just got... Back in the day when you were trained to be a cop in the 1960s, you, you went hands-on with people instead of draw your weapon. Yes. In the last 20 years, um, the police have been taught to draw their weapon and shoot. And before then, police were taught to negotiate and handle disputes and, and, and those kinds of things with their brain and their, and their charisma and just basic negotiation skills. So that, there, that, there is reform that needs to happen. That's why I said never defund the police. I think, I think you actually need to put more funding yeah. into it but in the right pl- expect more right but in the right place yeah. my, my, my thing about that is put more money in the and it's not in riot gear and no, automatic no. weapons and shock the shit out of people tasers and it's more around um helping them deal with their traumas so that they're not triggered because when you see cops do that like you saw these are triggered responses that they're trained to that they're trained to do yeah, triggered no. response there's not there's not a lot of, you know. I don't know on this one. This one seemed like it wasn't a triggered response because they shot him seven times in the back. It seems like more of something, tr- like a PT. If you're saying triggered PTSD wise, yes, it looks like maybe this. Saying that, you break. know, in your mind, in a spl- blink of a decision, you think he's reaching for a gun. Now we don't know the facts, right? Right. So we don't know the facts of what that is, but you know, sh- shoot him that many times, and the guy's still alive, which is a miracle. But yeah. Um, and you know, he had a big high criminal cult. I mean, he had a high record and all that kind of stuff, but I just was, imp- I'm impressed with doc rivers. Um, and his emotional plea. This is really, I mean, you know, you want me to play some more? I mean, it's still, there's still more there. You don't, you need to be American and outraged and how dare the Republicans talk about fear. We're the ones that need to be scared. We're the ones having to talk every to every black child. What white father has to give his son a talk about being careful if you get pulled over? It's, it's just ridiculous. And it just keeps getting, it keeps going. Uh, there's no charges. Breonna Taylor, no charges, nothing. Okay, so I'm going to disagree with him here. 
I was told as a child never to disobey a cop because I'd get killed, but I was poor white trash and I was taught to behave differently around a cop. Totally. Well, and let me tell well. you something like the, 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 the dealerships, the auto dealerships that are being burned in Wisconsin, the buildings that are being, you know, the businesses that are being completely destroyed, the civilians that are being killed, um, who are not all black. Mm. I'm sorry. And, um, that's just bullshit. And I'm sorry, it's just wrong. It's morally wrong. It's incomprehensible and it's terrible. Well, that I'm doesn't a, make no. the injustice that black people face doesn't make it better. No, I, but I was taught as a white boy and in a privileged neighborhood <clears throat> to not trust the police. I was taught that unless you need them, you don't trust them. And I think that's because my dad was a lawyer. Yeah, I was taught you do exactly what they say, no matter what, and you deal with it later. That's yeah, what I was taught. Uh, see, because you know what? Well, I mean, like when I was a kid, I'm a white kid, right? Yeah. I can. I remember the cops breaking down our door. Yeah, I, and I, arresting my father. I was gonna say, if there's a white person that understands, yeah. crazy stuff I, I feared the police. Period. Yeah, and I feared lawyers, <laughs> police and lawyers, because I was surrounded with law enforcement in in the in the sort of uh, on the fringes of the mob in Vegas. I was surrounded with those kind of personalities because they could do great harm to you. So I'm like, I was don't afraid. Give, don't give away our secrets. Okay. Lawyers causing problems never. <laughs> lawyers can do great good. They can do great good. They can yeah. also do a lot of. Do you think I'm going to be uh, filleted because I'm, I was pretty passionate about no disagreeing with him on that no. point? No, I don't. Because it's just no. Because just, no, I don't think I don't think you're wrong to disagree. That's fine because our life experiences are all the same, and I think every child needs to know that that. <laughs> those types of escalated situations don't end well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, don't, you know, so, but I mean, these are hard. These are hard, hard issues to deal with in American society. Yeah. The one thing I can tell with doc rivers is he's completely genuine. Oh, absolutely, man. And, and, and with his father being a police officer, I bet these are, this is super hard for him to say all these things. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I, I bet he knows things, experienced things. And the problem, like he said, I just want to be a coach. Well, guess what? Like our society doesn't allow that anymore. Like you have to stand for something. But the problem with standing for something is if people disagree with you, they will cancel you. Well, and they'll try to kill you and they'll try to destroy you. And I'm like, whatever happened to debate, debate or the, the pursuit of happiness the, uh, the pursuit of um, religious freedom, the freedom of speech, like it's our very fabric of our our country is being completely well our torn freedom, to pieces. Our, our freedoms, by their very nature, though, can divide us. Of course, and that and I think that's part of the problem, is that our freedoms, if we truly believe in them, but also. If you believe that someone else has the same freedoms and you disagree with them, sometimes this is where I think it bre the breakdown happens is you decide that because you disagree with them, you should hate them. Right. That they're That's morally the wrong because they think, uh, right. This is where it's, uh, the, this kind of thing has just tipped over. It's tipped over to just ridiculous. If you disagree with me, you're morally, you're morally wrong. Right. And you should suffer because of that. Like, really? Like, 
it's the only way you make it as a talk show host. Let's just be honest. Like talk shows, like they, 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 they don't, they don't go that way. They go a hundred percent. Like we should not like this other people if they disagree with us. I don't see any peace being taught by either side. Right. It's, it's, it's definitely, it takes two, two to tango, right? No, really. It needs to, no it needs to be two to bring together. They need to look at common ground. They need to, fi- well, they need to figure out a way to find common ground. I think, yeah. I think both, of, I think both sides think this, it, it would be showing of weakness to find common ground. Really? Well, it's I, exactly I, I, the opposite. I know, but I think, I honestly believe that that's what the Republican Party thinks and the Democratic yeah. Party thinks. Is to find common ground, we are going to show weakness by doing that. Yeah. You know, I had a really comforting thought today that whatever the outcome of the elections, our country will still keep going. I, I, I don't know that. It's going to keep going. There'll be changes one way or the other. I mean, we'll either I, have I, prosperity I or we won't. Oh, I mean, yeah. It will I mean, it's going to... If it's a, if it's a swing uh, to the left, it'll be a swing to the right the next time. And uh, the problem is most people are afraid that the country's going to go to hell in a handbasket if it goes one way or the other. And instead of looking for the good, instead of saying, okay, what is, what does each party bring to the table? And well, they don't want. Uh, how can we learn from everybody? And. It's just I, I messed just want, up. It's I just people. want the economy to be good. You and me both, so we can provide for our families. Well, just so that people can provide for themselves, too. Right. Self-reliance self, self, um, is a big deal. It's a huge deal. It's just huge. I think I saw in here, and that's why I was trying to pull this up. He's looking at the book called The Ego is the Enemy <clears throat> by Ryan Holiday. Ryan Holiday has written three really good books I like. One's called The Obstacle is the Way. He's a big, Ryan Holiday is a big stoic dude. The Obstacle is the Way, A Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph. I really like that book. Um, and then he <clears throat> wrote a second book called The Ego is the Enemy and how pride and ego really just create a lot of problems for people. And then his last book that I just finished last week called Stillness is the Key. This is about mindfulness and taking time to um, be able to defrag, clear your mind so that you can have insight and uh, you can have... Um, light and insight to deal with your problems and they're really really well done well done books I like them a lot so, so i mean our listeners may uh may enjoy those books so did you find what you wanted to yeah it was about malcolm x and i thought this was really interesting but he talks about malcolm x and it's called a lifetime or dead time and he talks about malcolm x being a criminal he said malcolm x was a criminal he wasn't malcolm x at the time they called him detroit red and he was a criminal opportunist who did a little bit of everything. He ran numbers. He sold drugs. He worked as a pimp. Then he moved to armed robbery. Then finally, he was arrested trying to fence an expensive watch he'd stolen. He was carrying a gun at the time, though to his credit, he made no move to fight the officers who had trapped him. In his apartment, they found jewelry first, blah, blah, blah. He got 10 years. Okay. So they're talking about him in prison, and they say... Um, he faced what, what Robert Greene, a man who 60 years later would find his widely popular books banned in many federal prisons, calls in a lifetime or a dead time scenario. How would the seven years ultimately play out? Because he got 10. What would Malcolm do with this time? According to Greene, there are two types of time in our lives. Dead time, when people are passive and waiting, and a lifetime, when people are learning 
and acting and utilizing every second. Every moment of failure, every moment of situ or situation that we did not deliberately choose or control presents this choice. A lifetime, <clears throat> dead time. What will it be? Malcolm chose a lifetime. He began to learn. I love that. I ignorance, uh, ignorance is the enemy. You always have to be a student. You always you have do. to be learning. And now, I, I worked in federal prisons for three years when I worked for Franklin Covey. And I worked a lot in federal penitentiaries, state penitentiaries. And I taught this program called Seven Habits on the Inside. Hmm. And it was the really, it was the coolest program. And, uh, you know, I worked with a lot of people that are spending life in prison, some on death row, right? Hmm. And I remember them telling me that um, a life, you know, you're a lifetime concept. They would say, when I was out of prison, I was a slave. Hmm. I was locked up. But since I've been in prison, I've never been more free. Hmm. Why? Why have they been more free? Never been more. Free. Why have they never been more free? Because they are learning every day. Yeah. Because they are treating their time like a live time, not dead time. Yeah. So, you know, imagine being 12 hours a day in a cell, you know, maybe get a walk out in an hour a day and you're just pouring into the, the great wisdom literature and learning and history and you're writing and you're creating and do that for 10 years. You know, not a lot of people get that opportunity. You get a PhD when yeah. you get out. Right. Right. So he was probably a changed man once he got out. Oh, Malcolm X was a changed man. And some people didn't like his tactics. Some did, but I mean, he was a very intelligent man. Right. Definitely a lot more intelligent than when he went in. Right. But he had a bent for violence a little bit. He did. Martin Luther King, you know, his um, cohort, you know, I mean. The, I always wonder, though, would Martin Luther King have worked without Malcolm X? I don't know. Martin Luther King was about nonviolence, right? The whole right. Gandhi and the nonviolence stuff. But where people, and he got the middle class. I mean, what he did was, what, what Martin Luther King did was really smart, was he got middle-aged, uh, middle-class white people to be on his side. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, and uh, all the marches they did with the police brutality, because, oh, by the way. There's some problems in policing, yeah. right? It, it, it horrified American people, and um, and they changed their they changed their opinions. But did but did Malcolm X's violence help? I think it might have helped Martin Luther King. I've always had this little theory that it helped him because yeah. people realized there's it, one it brought attention to the whole movement, but also hey, there is people out here doing this movement in a nonviolent way. Right. There's people doing it in a nonviolent way. There's people doing it in a violent way. Um, and the extremes of the, of the two were fascinated. They both lost their life because of what they believed. Right. They both were murdered. Um, and it's, it was sort of a bummer that we lost good free thinkers and good people. Um, Can you imagine the Internet during that time, if there would have been an Internet? Oh, my gosh. It would have been crazy. That's what I think the internet is. I was thinking about that also is the internet's a great equalizer because if you think about it, ideas and stuff travel, people can congregate faster. People can do things quicker. Uh, news can spread faster. Have you heard of blockchain information? No. Tell me about blockchain information. So blockchain is kind of how crypto uh, currency is made. Right. And, but they've, probably over the last 10 years have been working on a way to make it work with data in the sense of 
making it more pure but accessible to everybody so in the sense of <clears throat> you don't have mainstream media anymore controlling the news what you have are the people controlling the news in the sense of something happens you know for example george floyd and it gets put on a blockchain so to be there's computers that no one can control and so it gets time stamped so this was put up at this time about the George Floyd thing and here's all the information time everything's time stamped and linked so that you know what's real and not real right so they there's some information came out, came out on George Floyd today that he had um, fatal levels of um, methamphetamine in his body F F fatal F fentanyl and methanol yeah yeah but I mean it was well but the drug also, but I mean that doesn't make anything I mean it doesn't make what the police did no it right it's terrible what right, they did but then they brought in another person to do another autopsy on and they didn't find the same thing no, and that's that's what would be so interesting. The concept here of a blockchain inf data, right? Because so it's facts. Somehow it's somehow we got to get the facts that we're not getting. Right. Well, it just puts the facts out there for people to decide, not the mainstream media to tell us how to think about right, it. Right. That would be. I'd like to cancel the media's ability to present things in bias. That's it. We yeah. need to cancel culture. Then yes, we do. Let's cancel the media who I agree 100%. both right and left. They 100%. both present it with such extreme bias. You don't know what to think. Yeah, you know? there, would, there would not be any titles with blockchain yeah. data. Okay. There, yeah, there wouldn't be. It'd just be it's just information. It's so just I got data. one. I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think people have canceled aliens? Jeez. <laughs> Since day one. Yeah, they've, they can't, they've, they've treat people tried to cancel aliens. Yeah, yeah. Because like, evidence of aliens exist, I guess. Just like I try to cancel love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is like, yes, they have tried to cancel aliens since day one. I don't know what the yeah. freaking problem is. So, um, let, yeah. me have, let me have my fun, okay? Are you making out your fun? I'm not. No, no, like what I mean, you had I'm, a, I'm talking to the public. Okay. There's good info out there on aliens. There's great info out there on aliens. But I bet we they just put the blockchain. cancel code. I bet they give us blockchain. I'm sure they do. I invest in some blockchain companies today. <laughs> That's good. I, I bought some gold. Oh. I love gold. Dude, how about silver and gold, guys? Silver and gold. I bought some gold today. I mean, I got some gold a few days ago. Not a lot, but I got some. I want to say thanks to Sarah for sending us that Doc Rivers. And guess that was what, really good. I appreciate her doing that. But guess what, guys? That was on our Discord. Right. And we have these gut checks on our Discord, which are always good because I do them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're like one or two minute pieces of wisdom, and sometimes they're funny, and sometimes they're yep. Brutal. And I'm just like, yes, Sarah, thank you. Very, very cool. Uh, I, I just, I think that's it's such a great. So Discord is kind of like blockchain in the sense of everyone can go to the same place and get information quickly. Like we don't have to text it to each other or look at a website or any of these. Yeah. It's a great. What I like it is they has these cool features that you and I can have private conversations, private phone calls, private phone calls in a Discord kind private of FaceTime. Yeah, private FaceTime where it's not it's not gonna be hacked into. So that's sort of cool. Yeah, so don't be bringing your girlfriends on there to all you public people out there. Yeah, exactly. Because whatever that means, I don't. <laughs> girlfriends. I have a girl. I'm, I have a girlfriend that's my wife of thirty one years. I'm that's there. right. And you have a girlfriend. That's it. She's your wife. How long have you been having been married? Oh, uh, fifteen years. 15. Hmm. Well, I got you beat. Oh, but never. My kids are old, but we have people, we have guests in our home. Oh, dude, I would like the cancel culture of the chaos. Guess. No, guests. <laughs> my grandpa always said, 
Uh, visitors and fish stink after three days. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bo just, Bo and Steph just sold their house, so they're staying with us. And the great upside to that is our little Mac is uh, McRae is my grandson. We get oh. to see him every day. It's awesome. And I left for work early the other day, and uh, there's this woman like walking down the street, like pushing like a baby, and I'm like. What the fuck? This is early. That would be Kim with Mac, bro. And I could see her smile five miles away. She she loves that little baby boy. Loving it. She loves her grandson. So, well, we've uh, reached our time, brother. Jeez, guys. Cancel culture. The cancel, the cancel Uh, culture. So go go listen to Doc Rivers. Listen to Doc and uh, listen to each other. Stop canceling. Stop canceling people. Cancel things that really need to be canceled, like starvation, sex slavery, and all those kinds of things. A live time. Alive. It's time to be alive. Yeah, we must be alive. Live in the alive culture. That's right. It's great spending time with everybody this week. Life Karma out today. Always get better. Be alive. Live alive. And stop canceling good things. Peace out. Maybe one day I'm a stand for something. I'm thanking God that he made you part of the plan.